For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make saving money any easier? And we think we've solved it. Introducing Money Scout. It analyzes your spending habits, income, and expenses to find money not being used in your checking account, then pushes it to savings automatically. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people thrive. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Subject to eligibility, terms, conditions, and account agreements. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Hey guys, if you really like this episode, please support our podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Talco Supremo. Hey y'all, it's almost Talco Ween, and I need your help in picking out the next episode. Occult, satanic type stuff, cannibals, wearing faces as masks, and more nipple belts. The Granny Ripper. What? No way. Oh, here's one from Savannah. Would love to hear somebody cover this one. Feces strewn floors, pentagrams on every wall, and graves in the garden. The Satanic House of Horrors. Oh my god, look at this. I wonder what the owner looks like. Oh, holy sh- Satan? Maybe. I don't know. Welcome to Talk Murder Me. That's a cover right there of a Slipknot song from a YouTube guitarist, Rob Scallion, to get us started there. And we got a dark episode tonight for you, so let's get it going. We're supposed to be drinking something about Satan. Why are we drinking dirty martinis? First of all, the hint was filthy. Yeah, the hint was filthy. Yeah, but y'all knew this was a satanic episode. Yeah, but you have to give us accurate hints if you want accurate drinks. Yeah, so we made dirty martinis. We don't drink dirty martinis where I'm from. In the country. Actually, the olive isn't as bad. I mean, this drink does not go anywhere with the story we're right, doing well, You tonight. said filthy. <laughs> yeah, but like filthy as in satanic filth, like scum. You and, did not say that. And grotesque, you know, things. You did not say that. So we used <laughs> what we had, which was olives and vodka. Welcome, Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. Welcome. Anyway, surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are, because they're a surprise. Whoa! <laughs> oh, shit. Mega colon over here. Yeah, somebody had uh, beans for dinner. This is a solid. No, it's not. It is a solid. I can't it drink It is not. This. Stop it. Look, it doesn't... Oh, 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 is there a gummy bear in here? Oh, what has happened? Oh my god, to you're gonna it? make somebody choke. <laughs> well, let's, let's drink it. Can you not do this? I want to see what happens. It's like a Swedish fish. <laughs> We're gonna choke on a fucking Swedish fish. <laughs> Can we take the shot? Yes. Cheers. 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 Mm-mm. 
What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Why would you put that shit in there? I can't even take the shot. It's gonna make me throw up. It's just chocolate in raspberry. Why is it congealed? Yeah. I don't know, but I drank the whole thing and it was actually quite good. Yeah, I didn't want to drink it because I thought it was going to get clogged actually, in my throat. That was one of the best <laughs> shots I've ever had. It tasted good, but I didn't like the texture. I didn't want to take it because I was scared for my life. That was like a jello shot when you're not expecting a jello shot. So that was literally one of the worst things ever. All right, Jen, give us your best death metal scream. <laughs> Jen's actually pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Nicole. Yes? How was your day? It was adequate. (laughs) (laughs) Adequate. You know. Uh, For tonight's episode, I put out to our Talkos Primo group that I kind of put a sentence out there, something like, for tonight's filthy episode, which filthy was one of the keywords, be sure to grab your tobacco and... Your heavy Listen metal. to your soothing sounds of death metal mm-hmm. because we're going to God's country. So with all of that, tell me tell me where we're going with all that information. Nicole, our third place geography B. I'm not really sure though where where God's country is supposed to be, but I'm assuming it means the deep south. Deep south? Well, take a guess. Which one of them states right there you think it is? I'm gonna say we're going to Texas. You can think we're going to Texas. Yeah. With all that information, you think we're going to text Jen? Oh, no. No. Tobacco. Not too late. Fuck. Um, I don't remember where tobacco is planted, but I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> can I, can uh, I yes, give a second? Yes. No, 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 no. Wait. Go ahead, Just, Nicole. It's fine. I'm anyway, gonna s- let me say, have you ever heard of Winston-Salem? Damn it, babe. <laughs> I was going to say North Carolina. <laughs> Tobacco is grown in North Carolina. I forgot forgot tobacco is part of the hint. To be fair, growing up, God's country was always Boston, Massachusetts. So, (laughs) No, God's country is the South. Oh, please. Yes. This is the South. Remember when we went to John's Island the other day? And, you know, because it was way out. We were going to see that dog trainer. And I was like, let's bet on how many churches we're going to pass until we get there. And we passed like eight in like a three-mile period. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That's God's I do, country. I do you. also and pass was, a lot of churches on my way to work. It in the was morning. not on a main road. It yeah, was it was like, on a. That's God's country. It was glory. like a back country road. We so, passed eight yeah. churches. Tony says Alabama is God's country. Or Georgia. Take me home he said, he said to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mount Mama. Take me home, country roads. So we're going to North Carolina. North Kakalaki. Where all the tobacco is grown. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to Winston-Salem tonight. Mm-hmm. That's where Wake Forest is. All right, well, give me another guess. Because you got the the geography, because you're the third place geography bee. Did you know that my number one choice of school was in Winston-Salem? I really I kind of feel like a first place Wasn't geography bee would have that the school that Steph Curry went to? Um, Davidson? No, he, yeah, he went to Davidson. Uh, Davidson's near nearby Winston-Salem. I, I really, which I applied to Davidson. I wanted to go to Wake Forest. Oh, Mm-hmm. I thought you said you wanted to go to Davidson. No, I applied there, but... All right, Nicole, tell me what's going on tonight. Um, Where do you get your olives? Whole Foods. Can you get some for me next time you go? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I will say the best place to get them is the farmer's market. All right, Nicole, tell us where are we going, who are we killing? Well, you already said where we're going, but who are we killing? So we're going to Winston-Salem this evening, and I believe we have 
some God-fearing Christians. Some God-fearing Christians. Who take their hatred of Satanists too far and they end up murdering a bunch of death metal fans because of their religion. Death metal. Slayer. I think that it might have to do with not only a satanic ritual, but maybe witchcraft. And I also think that you're going to try to trick us. And instead of going to Winston-Salem, we're going to Salem, Massachusetts. Because of the witch trials. But that's not in God's country. That has nothing to do with tobacco. Plus, I literally said Winston-Salem. We're going to (laughs) Winston-Salem. I can promise you that. Uh, (laughs) That was kind of mean. Jen, you may be correct. You're not correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right, tonight we're going to Winston-Salem. I want to start real quick by... Giving you a rundown on Winston-Salem because this story cannot be told unless you know what's going on in Winston-Salem right now. And does anybody know? Oh, right now? Currently, Currently, yeah. This is a current story. So tell me, what do you think it's like in Winston-Salem right now? They're vaping everywhere. (laughs) 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 The hipsters are taking over. They need help. SOS. Oh, shit. (laughs) They're vaping. Fucking vapes, man. I see those people do that. Like That's terrible. You know, Did you tell your brother he needs to stop with that whole thing? That shit like blows up, doesn't it? I mean, people do that, you know, just in bar I was in Barnes and Noble and someone was sitting there like ripping a fat vape. <laughs> <laughs> you they know, reading have- books. I'm like, dude, that doesn't really bother me, but you're kind of a douche. <laughs> they uh they have like marijuana vape pens. They, yeah, they make it for In our district, everything. in our school district, there's a strict anti-vaping policy in the students. Anti-vaping? <laughs> there is, I mean, yeah, it's the, the same stu- as t- tobacco policies. Yeah, the students will, like, try to sink their vape pens in. <laughs> Literally, my cleaning lady that does my hallway, she came into my office you the other day. cleaning lady? Yes, she's yeah, really cool. Facilities. I love her. She's, like, the coolest lady ever. We talk about the Patriots, and she's like, Jen, you see that game last night? And I was like, yes, <laughs> Yeah, <man."> I did. <laughs> she was like, oh, Tom Brady in the office. They killed it. I was like, yep. <laughs> Even though, like... <laughs> he was so-so. But anyway, so she's like the coolest little lady ever. And um, she found, she was changing out the toilet paper in one of the bathrooms. And she found someone hid their vape pen in the to- in the bathroom. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah, That's it was, fucking gross. I know, it's disgusting. <laughs> but they think that it's like, oh, they're not going to find my vape pen in the toilet cleaner. <laughs> That's gross. These oh kids will God. do anything. I mean, I used to hide my weed there when I was in high school. But a fucking <laughs> vape pen? What the shit? <laughs> Oh, shit. I should cut that. (laughs) Anyway, so read this, Nicole. So here's what's going on. Spectrum News. Latest news. Weather. Traffic. Around Greensboro. Politics. Education. Our journalists. In Winston-Salem, North Carolina right now, they all smoking vapes. That's good. That's perfect. She was right. I was right? Everyone's smoking these vapes. Oh, my God. I was right about something? And the tobacco industry is dying. And the tobacco is dying down. Hey, future John. Uh, So read that, Nicole. Jen was right. Hey, future John. Oh, was I not right? Was no, I you not? are right. Can well, you, not can really. Can you play a little? <laughs> well, because the vape is not. I mean, no one vapes really. Future can- John, can you just play a little like do 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 do? Yeah, I what will. What do you say? <laughs> but you do know that vape do, do, pens do, do, do. are not like destroying the tobacco industry. They're not. No. 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 
No, it's like a, tobacco is a monster. Oh, compared to something freaking. should kill that thing. <laughs> what, tobacco? Yeah. No, you don't want to kill tobacco because this is what happens. Read that headline. Winston-Salem has one of the worst child poverty rates in the country. Oh, no. All right, read the first <laughs> thing, Nicole, since I asked you to do it. A new report shows one-third of the children in Winston-Salem live in poverty with higher number than places than Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. One-third. Winston-Salem ranks 20th in the nation for highest child poverty rates. You go to Winston-Salem and you go to the basketball court and you take three kids, okay? The chances of you, you know, mugging those three kids, there's only a two out of three chance you're going to get money. That was a stupid example. <laughs> Wait, you uh, take the kids to the basketball court and then you try to mug and them? rob them. <laughs> like, what? No, hey, I'm kids, a- you want to go play some ball? All right, come on, let's go to the give court. And then money. you drop them off, you blindfold no, them, and you're right. like, give me all your money. And they're like, example. I have two blow pops if you want those. <laughs> that was a stupid example. Well, are you going to the basketball court and you say, hey, kid, and you, uh, you other two kids, how much money you got? One of those kids are going to be like, I'm broke. I'm in poverty. That's what I meant to say. They're going to say, mean, I'm in poverty. <laughs> two out of three kids. Or one, Excuse me, ma'am. I am in poverty. One out of three kids. That's a lot, guys. Yes. Like, no, no, it is. Holy it really is. That's bad. That's yes. real bad. It is. And you know why? It's because the people ain't smoking back anymore. You know, the American economy is helped so much by these backer companies, and people are like, oh, you get all these diseases smoking backer. And now Correct. look where we at. We at some Satanist murder podcast for advertising dollars. That's what we resort to do when we get right into big tobacco. We're out here doing murder podcasts. I don't smoke tobacco, but I have smoked tobacco when I'm drunk because drunk Jen sometimes like a like some menthol. Do you guys remember the other day when we had um, the handyman come over? Yeah. But Jen was cleaning her room and I was not, I wasn't trying to be mean. Your room was a little messy. Okay. It was very messy and it's better now. Spotless. Well, well I was thinking about that today. Better. I was thinking about that today and about how you're mean to me and judging me. I wasn't me? mean to you, but you had 600 candles. Uh, I only have like 20. And those things Okay, that's a lie. That's 35. Did you count them all? Okay, but that's before I've seen this video. So tonight we're doing a home remakeover. Ooh. Ooh. I'll put some music to it. This is John Jens and Nicole's Find the Extreme Makeover. Extreme sounds. Makeover. <laughs> Move with Satan. That buzz. <laughs> Before we start, I just want to make a comment on the door. There is a green Halloween skull that almost looks like the Misfit yeah, skull. The green? skull. Yeah, Yep. And um there's a note on the door that's handwritten and also some stickers. It looks kind of broken there's down. There's a skull and crossbones yeah, I'll show sticker. You the, uh, I'll show you what the Where? door says later. Oh, yeah, the that. exterior of the residence is brick. Mm-hmm. There's one light. Looks like there might be a porch. Might have to revamp that porch. No gang members allowed. Anyone that dresses the same has the same badge and call themselves the authority of the land they did not create. They only seized through, uh, though terrorism has no permission to enter enter this land unless you are a native, since this is their land. Since this is the first amendment of your fake laws, for we see you are guilty until proven innocent. If you can make laws, so can we, so be it. 
And then it seems like there is a bunch of named signatures. Huh, it Above also s- that, it says community watch area, police not welcome. And then there's also an upside down cross, a llama sticker, a skull and crossbones, and evil will triumph sticker. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a, a llama. llama yeah. <laughs> so they are opening the door of that sketchy ass stuff. Oh, there's a um, swastika on the ceiling, spray painted. It's covered in photos. There's spray paint all along the ceiling. Ooh, a lot of graffiti. There's a uh, pentagram. pentagram. Thank you. This is the sheriff that's walking through, by the way. Uh, now they're walking into the living room. Still like pictures all over the place. Stickers. Jack-o'-lantern hanging from the ceiling. A clown. How oh do people my live like this? There is shit. Oh my god, the mattress is shit. Did you see that bucket right there? Everywhere. No. That bucket in there had feces in it. Ew. Human feces, Ew. not dog feces. There's shit and piss oh everywhere. Oh my what god, the fuck? that is just. How what you... is that? It's oh. a lot of shit and piss from humans. It's Do people filth. just like squat here? Yes. This is the cleanest room in the house, and I'll get to later. This was where the mother lived. What? How? The mother's bedroom. How do you live in there? There's no bed. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, hair straightener, brush, towel. I mean, like, the light fixtures are, like, uh-uh. hanging, on, hanging down from the ceiling. It's just, I mean, it's they're going oh back God, to this other room. No that, is, that is Jen's room right there. It is not <laughs> my room. <laughs> well, laundry. The stench. Pentagrams. You'll oh, hear I the bet. detective be like, I got to get some air. The stench smelled like death, literally. I bet. Were there Literally, any bodies in the house? Here. <laughs> yeah. There are? Yeah. Were they underneath the trash? He'll show you in a second. The detective <gasps> will show you. The first shallow grave is right there. See it? Oh, wow. That's a shallow grave. Oh, oh wow. Oh, my God. There's quite a few holes. Yeah. That's, that's, like, where, that's like five holes. That's where the first body was buried. This big one? Yeah, right there. Is that a standalone home or is it a duplex? Uh, what do you, What's the difference? Uh, um, two families are it's one. Like a Ooh, a pool. Conjoined. No, it's it's one. It's one home. It's a single family home. Wow, yeah. bunch of there's plants grown over the. Pool. I mean, the neighborhood's actually but the nice. Been what a shame. So now they're looking in the backyard. There's a blue there's, tarp. There was two. A blue tarp. Thank you for blue clarifying. Tarp. There was Ooh, only two bodies pit, buried here. A yeah. fire pit smoke. The other body's right there. How long ago was this video from? This is October seventh, two thousand fourteen. A little over five years ago. He's talking about he, the stench. Yeah, he can smell it from outside. Oh, they have a grill. They could have made this a nice house. Oh, yeah. But now it's no more. It's condemned. Did they, it was, did they demolish yeah, it? Yeah, it was actually demolished on April 24th. Oh, they have a jack-o'-lantern. 2015. So about six months later, they demolished it. It only took two hours to demolish this home. Wow. Because it was so neglected and it just toppled over, basically. Huh. Interesting. Do you have that video? There is a video on there. I'll put it on talkmore.com. The exterior on the sides don't look that terrible. <laughs> Nicole's thinking about buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. We're not He's buying like, a burger house. It's got good curb appeal, they you need know. need power wash a little bit, but maybe I can negotiate. All right. So tonight, guys, we are going to a satanic house mm. where they drink the blood of birds. Literally. Ew. Ew. Tonight, we are going to Winston-Salem, and we are talking about a fucking crazy story. Uh, His name is Pazuzu Algarod. Oh, God. Is that his... What an asshole. Did he legally change his name? That is his legal name, What was his original name? His real name is John Lawson. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's pretty boring, dude. Yeah. Go for it. Go for that change. He changed his name in 2002. Okay, does anybody... Zuzu Algarod. Algarod was actually his middle name, so he just put that ah. as his last name. What does All that right. even so mean? his legal name today is Pazuzu Ila. So it's like Allah, but you replace it with an I. Oh. Algarod. That is what his legal name is. Okay. That it, is his legal name. It's changed legally. Okay. Okay. Does anyone want to take a gander of what Pazuzu means? Because he obviously changed it for a reason. I have no idea. Father of. Mine. Tell me where have you been? <laughs> Da, 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 to da, see da, 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 you da, da. again, yeah. Father of mine. <laughs> 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 All right, Jen. Here we go. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Take that off the damn screen. <laughs> Why? The Exorcist. I don't care. That is Pazuzu from The Exorcist. How old are you? Twelve. Is there someone inside you? Sometimes. I'm speaking to the person inside of Reagan now. If you are there, you too are hypnotized. and must answer all my questions. Come forward. <laughs> the sour's mine! Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! That, oh, the uh, demon. That is the demon. Now, I found some really good videos because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was super interested in this demonology shit. And so I found a great video about what Pazuzu is. Pazuzu is actually a Sumerian and Babylonian demon. It's huh. a mythology. But demonology and like witchcraft are different things. Please just do not welcome these beings into our home. You are not welcome. You are not welcome. I've been welcoming them all day actually. I've been chanting and stuff. All right, <laughs> then I'm about to get my precept in this bitch. Pazuzu is the main antagonist in the Exorcist movie. Often depicted as a combination of an animal and a human. His right hand is pointing upwards and his left one downwards, which I'm going to show you in a second. Beelzebub? No, not Beelzebub. Beelzebub is like Satan. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is Pazuzu. This is a demon. Oh, okay. And it, well, what of Satan's henchmen? No, 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 no. Oh. If you go back, because I did a little bit of research on this, Pazuzu, which I don't think this asshole did it with all the tattoos. He didn't do any research. Pazuzu is actually one of the good angels, but Pazuzu, the angel, was misinterpreted throughout the centuries in different religions. I'm not an expert on it. At all. But I put some helpful videos on talkmer.com. It's extremely interesting. Pazuzu does not sound like a good name. It does sound like a demonic name. I know, but in the original mythology, I think Sumerian, yeah, because Sumerian was before Babylonian, that was Pazuzu was actually depicted as a good god. I believe, don't hold me to this, but there's another demon that would attack women's fertility so it, he's pictured as when the woman's giving birth, like the demons eating the baby coming out of her. Oh, my God, that's so, terrifying. And don't hold me to this, but I believe Pazuzu was like the protector of those women. Mm -hmm. If I got my mythology right, and I most likely don't, but it's probably something like that. So he was a protector. But when the Babylonians took it over, they made him evil, which is why he looks like he does now. And I'm going to show you. He's got a body of a man, head of a lion, feet talon like an eagle. Wings like a bird, tail like a scorpion, and my personal favorite, he's got a 
big, long snake penis that wraps around his little demon going. legs. <laughs> this is old Pazuzu. Look at that snake penis. <laughs> That's an actual statue. Good for him. <laughs> like in Egypt or some shit. It's like sits up very high. You see that snake penis, Jen? I think that's his testicles. I I don't know. Tonight we are talking about Satan worshiper Pazuzu. Now, I showed you a picture of him. Go talkmore.com. Let me tell you a little bit about this guy. But what does his last name mean? Algorad. Remember, that That was was given. That was a family name. Face tattoos. And I actually found the guy on a a forum called dreamanddemon.com, which I'll put a link there, that claims he actually did... All of his tattoos. This guy's got a lot of tattoos. He claims, quote, I drew his face tattoo up and it has no symbolic meaning at all except some Celtic shit on his cheek, end quote. Celtic. Now, Pazuzu, teeth filed down into points, so he's a vampire. That's going to be very important later. Hmm. He's got vampire teeth. He used a Dremel tool, like, Wait, he actually? Yeah, he did it when he was high on meth. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, he drilled That's it down. like one of my greatest fears: just to have anything happen to my teeth or my eyes. Pazuzu claimed that he can control the weather. He practiced animal sacrifices on fucking rabbits. Of course, they all drank rabbit blood and bird blood. And a he claims he was a quote Islamic Satanist, which doesn't make any fucking sense. You was know, he? Is it's like being Islamic? a Christian Satanist? Like what? Right. It's wait, dude. Wait, no, no. I, I, I have a serious question though. Like, do Islamists do they believe in Satan? I thought they have like a different. I don't know because they have Muhammad, the the prophet. But do they believe in Satan? Fuck, I don't know. But I'm not sure. I'm not either way, because how can you be an Islamist Satanist if the Islamists don't believe in Satan? Well, that's what John was just saying. Is like it's kind of an oxymoron. Well, all right. When I tell you this story, think of these. Because this is what it is, let's be honest. Poor, very low-educated meth heads, crackheads, dope heads, whatever you want to call them, squatting in this house and pretending they're Satanists or whatever. Okay? Mm-hmm. Writing Arabic on the wall. You know what I'm saying? When they're not. There's over 50 dialects of Arabic. So what is he writing? Google like, Translate. Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably. <laughs> I mean, if All he right. doesn't have ties to that, I mean, like, shit. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't. Uh, this is one of his friends, Crazy Dave Adams. We're going to be playing some clips from the Vice documentary. Oh. Vice Land. They do a good job. And it's pretty good. They interview all the people. And this clip is from Crazy Dave Adams. He claims he's known Pazuzu and was friends with him for over a decade. So this is a little clip from him. When I first met him, we uh, mainly just hung out and chilled around and whatnot, you know, maybe did a little bit of heroin every now and again. Uh, Casual. You know, just a shit ton of drinking and cut ourselves in each other, you know, maybe drink the blood of a bird. That's like Drink the blood of our rabbits, okay. Normal redneck shit, you know. I just heard cut ourselves in each other. We cut each other. It's kind of like Pee Wee Gaskins. Yeah, we should cornhole each other every once in a while. I, guess I mean, you that's more of like, when I think of cutting each other, I think of like like a pact, though. So he's drinking bird blood. I'm going to get this all off the table right now. Number one, ain't no other podcast going to recover the story. And if they do, it ain't going to be nowhere as good as this shit. I can fucking promise you. And tell me why, John. Well, you heard the lady. Because they use scripts and hire research. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Proved. Aside from that. What if I told you this guy, Pazuzu, had a shit ton of followers? Not on, like, Facebook. Like a cult leader? <laughs> Let me go tweet Twitter that. Followers. Yes. I would I would 
contact him in prison and ask him how he gets a social media following. He was. He would probably respond with something like, I don't know, sell your soul to the devil for like five cents. And uh, yeah. Why would people gravitate towards this guy? He's got all these friends and everything. I'm showing you pictures right now of all these friends with him. Oh, this is with him with dreadlocks. Yeah, he's got dreadlocks. Oh, and there's someone sticking her butt in front of the camera. She's got twerking. She's twerking. Okay, there you go. Now this is actually that thing him. that them conflavin kids do. This this photo right here, that's actually him. Oh, as a younger kid, so he's wearing a cradle of filth. Nicole, do your best death metal growl. No. So there's two kind of types of growl. I looked this up, death metal and black metal. No one has commented with a, their own death metal scream, but Alicia has commented, this is awesome. I want to hear John and Nicole's death metal scream. Go laughing ahead, face, laughing face. Do it, Nicole. Do it. <laughs> like my voice can't do that thing that you can't. Eat one or the other. I can't remember which one. Death metal is all like, burr, burr, burr. or maybe that's black metal. Vice versa, whatever. Black metal or death metal, the other one, is... Burr, burr, burr. But then they do the pig squeal, like... Yeah. Like a pig squeal. Seriously, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking it, dude. All right. I then. can only imagine what your Wikipedia searches were Jen, for this. Why would people gravitate towards... Posi- I mean, you saw the house. Why would fucking people hang out there? Free but- alcohol and drugs. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pazuzu was on... Disability, Social Security, so you guys were paying his taxes. Seriously? Yeah, we were all paying for his lifestyle. The reason people gravitated towards Pazuzu and spent all this time at their home, because you saw the home, and the detective, you saw him running out of that home, saying the stench is just too bad. How do you, like, even bear to be in that place the way it was? Up until the day he got arrested, there were people there living there, well, I was kind of thinking maybe they like trashed it right before. No, this no, no, no. They lived like this. Wow. That's why I want you guys to realize about Pazuzu. That's why I made the hint filth because he That's wanted, a different kind of filth. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like he showered. In fact, he told a psychiatrist, quote, he bathed no more than once a year and had, not, <laughs> and had not brushed his teeth in years. Ew. He Ew. felt such actions strip the body of its defenses and warding off infections and illness. Well, he's got a point. Maybe I should stop showering a little bit. I'd rather you continue showering five times a day. All right. People would literally squat and take a poo-poo Anywhere they want to in the house. I mean, there. If you saw the video, there's. I a just don't understand there. why there's a toilet, there's a garbage can. Fucking use it. The toilet probably didn't work. You can't call anyone into there to fix a toilet unless you don't care about the way the house looks. But like, can't. if my house ever looked like that, I would much rather like gouge my eyes out with a spoon than call someone to come service my house the way it was looking. This is from a forum that I found from a guy that says he knows Pazuzu. So if you want to read this. This is Crazy Dave. Nate Nefarious. Nate Nefarious. And I found his actual picture. All right, you read it, Jen, in your death metal voice. That Pazuzu is still in there. Okay, Okay, you read it, Nicole. That's not going to (laughs) work. 
His house is disgusting. His dogs piss all over the floor. Drunk people piss on the floor. They pour beer all over the place and don't clean it up. It's crazy. As soon as you walk inside, it smells like rank old dog piss, body odor, and feet. It looks so normal from the outside, except for the front door. Even from a distance, especially from the road, the jet black painted door seems like nothing but a void or a black hole. It doesn't even look like there's a door there, just a menacing hole left there to to suck passers-by in. Once you walk in, you immediately sense a very different kind of energy. It's certainly dark, but not necessarily evil, in my opinion. Simply a very free, chaotic kind of liberating vibe, the kind of chaotic freedom that people not entirely in control can get carried away with, if anyone can possibly understand my meaning. No, Nate Nefarious, I don't. All right, we got two murders to talk about tonight. Joshua Wetzler, he's the first victim we're going to talk about. He actually goes missing in 2009. Both Ooh. these victims go missing in 2009. Oh, wow, and then now, they cleared the house out till 2014. There you go. The Vice documentary goes down the whole police incompetent thing. A five-year response time is pretty slow, even though things are done more Wait, slowly here who, in the South. who were these? The two, well, I'm going to tell you, but... And it's really hard not to agree if you read the search warrant that I'm putting on talkmar.com, which we're going to be reading from tonight, that was sealed even after the case was closed and everything. They wanted to keep the search warrant sealed. You can kind of see why people think the police were really incompetent. Anyway, I'm not going down that road since they're right up the street from us. We don't want another boys on the track situation. Yeah. So... The photo you're seeing right now, Josh Wetzler is on the left. He's the one with the full beard. The other guy is Tommy Welch. Okay, he's the one on the right. There also is another victim. Well, there's probably multiple victims because he's claimed to a lot of people that he's picked up prostitutes and murdered them and buried them and all this stuff. Well, he could also just be showing up. Yeah, I think he's just shitting, you know, he's just... An idiot. I often find out the hard way that all IPAs are not created equal. Some are hot bombs that forget about flavor. Others only taste good if you drink them with a heavy meal. Fortunately, Founders Brewing Company has found a way to enjoy an IPA anytime and at any occasion with their all-day IPA. You can taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. Whether you're relaxing after a long day at work or hanging outside with your friends, all-day IPA will become one of your favorites. It's one reason why Founders is in the top 10 of the nation's craft breweries and a staple in my fridge. When you taste all-day IPA, you'll understand how they got there. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer and now hard seltzers too at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. But yeah, I feel like there are those murderers that will sincerely tell you how many people they've killed and then others that were just like, yeah, I did that. I did that. But I will say the other known victim is Joseph Emmerich Chandler, a 30 year old. Now, he was an African-American man. This murder will definitely tell you why people think the police are very incompetent or just not caring or just trying to hide something. 
Uh, the headline from this article is from journalnow.com. Two charged in shooting death of a man found at Donaha, Donaha Park in Yadkin County. I'm going to break it down really quick. We're not getting into this victim, but he was basically shot with an assault rifle at close range oh right by the river, and he was left on a boat ramp. Pazuzu was one of the uh, people there, and all he got was probation for, for murdering someone. Yeah, it's it's pretty awful. He got, Did they not uh, prove that he was the one that pulled the trigger? Uh, this right here says Pazuzu Eli Algarad, 31, of Clemens, was charged with accessory after the fact. So basically— So he wasn't charged with murder in that They case. were like, ah, the gun just went off. But, I mean, they killed him. Everyone knows they killed him. And he was bragging to everyone that he killed him. That's a really sad side story that I don't want to get into. But right now we're talking about these two men. Joshua Wetzler, the one on the left, is who I'm first going to talk about. Joshua Wetzler, you're seeing right there, was living in Olympia, Washington. Okay, now he met his soon-to-be fiance Stacy Carter. Now they have a child together. Now remember, so that child is fatherless at this point. Mm. Okay, they, how did he end up in North Carolina? Well, she was from North Carolina, from the area, and she was a uh, you know grew up around horses and stuff like that. So he comes back with her, and they move in together. Their big plan in life was to buy a farm. A horse farm, you know, so they can plant horses and stuff like that. You guys didn't get that? Plant horses? Oh. Oh, oh my God. I'm okay. like kind of, you know, I'm not drunk, but I'm feeling all right. Their goal was to buy this big farm and to have a horse center. Like a, they would take in rehab horses oh, and, and all this stuff. an equestrian. center, yeah. So that was their big plan. And they actually lost the farm in 2008 because the bank literally screwed them over. You guys remember the whole financial crisis? Yes. And shit? They were involved in that. So they lost that farm in oh, 2008. No. They got a shitty loan from one of these companies that just went under with all the rest of them. This is where it becomes sad because he was a fantastic dad and he didn't look like this before. If you see the videos of him, he kind of looks like that guy... Not this picture, but um, the guy in Galaxies of the Guardians. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt, yeah. So He, he kinda does looks... not look like Chris well, Pratt. In the, Even uh, without a beard. In the other videos, he looks like Chris Pratt. Okay. Like in the home videos of Stacey Corbett. I mean, the other guy looks like Dave Bautista's character in CGI without being in CGI, but this guy does not look like Chris Pratt. He was a good guy, and in fact, in fact, Stacy Carter described him as quote a wonderful dad and a super nice guy. He was always there for everyone, just super nice. So how did he end up in the web of the darkness, the filth? Like how the hell does that guy end up there? Well, it all starts with the bank foreclosing the farm. Remember, he moves down to North Carolina with his new soon-to-be wife. They're going about to live a very happy, happy long time. Have a kid, have a farm. Everything's good. He actually got his horseshoeing license, you know, to put the shoes on the horse. You know, like Nike hair right. top, air tops and stuff like that. Yeah. So Air Maxes Air Max. on the horse. <laughs> Could you imagine? I pr they probably make those. That's I don't think so. They should. Nike should sponsor some Horse Racers. Secretariat. Sponsored Secretariat. by Nike. All right. So. Sea sponsored by Nike. Once Just they lost it. the farm in 2008, that was it. Now they're strapped for cash. They're about to, you know, they're pregnant. They're about to have a baby. They lose the farm and that stress tears the marriage apart, the, the union apart completely. And not only that, just like what we read that article, 
in the Winston-Salem Journal about one out of three kids live in poverty. You know what I'm saying? He was in that. Winston-Salem, the people around here are dead broke. There's no money because there's no economy. There's nothing here because the economy used to be big backa and now it ain't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So no, the, the economy is non-existent. So what happens when an economy is non-existent? People into turn a to recession. crime and to drugs because the drugs, if they can at least get high, they can get out of the shit for a while. That's why drugs yeah. are so prevalent in low income income areas. That's really sad. But I really think I'm going to pitch that to Nike. Could you imagine how much faster the horses will run if they have Air Maxes on? Not very fast. They have they the compression. They break their fucking hooves. The air compression underneath the regular horseshoes. Oh my gosh, they would spring off the ground so fast. That would change horse racing for the future. You should trademark that, Jen. All right. Ugh. Copyright it. I, I'm going to write Nike. What do you do when you don't have any money and you just lost basically losing your family? Gamble. Well, yeah. I mean, you take get a loan. There's North Carolina, the Bible Belt. There's no casinos. Get you start loan. selling drugs. Come oh, on, okay. you guys have never oh. been broke before. Fuck. I mean, yes, but I don't <laughs> resort to broke. a life of crime. Holy shit! I've been pretty broke. There's been times where I had like two dollars in my bank account. I didn't tell you guys because you know, but it's been rough. Now she's like, now I got four. No, I have eighty four. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> Doing, doing all right. I get paid on Wednesday, so it's okay. I'm doing twice as good as I was last week. I mean, I am. I think my job is like my new job is, you know, all I'm right. doing okay for me. Listen to me, please. The Winston-Salem Journal describes him as a, quote, peace-loving hippie and love going to Grateful Dead concerts. Why the shit would he be at old Pazuzu's death metal slayer cradle of filth? I don't know. Maybe because Jerry Garcia died and he needed to find a new leader. Okay, why Broken. the fuck is he there? Because dun, 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 when you're dun, dun, a broke in Winston-Salem, you sell drugs. And it's very funny to me that old Pazuzu shoots a guy in the back of the head and gets probation. And this guy, who's trying to support his family, gets a packet of psychedelic mushrooms through the mail. Now he's a felon. He's serving jail time, and not only that, he can't work anymore because he was shoeing horses for local farmers and stuff. You think they want a shroom head? Someone dealing in drugs? Probs not. Probs not. They don't hire him anymore. The thing about Pazuzu's house and his culture that he built, that's a buzzword, business buzzword, is the broke and the have nothing going in life gravitate to that. Okay, so now he's homeless. He lost his family, lost his life, lost his farm. Oh, is he gravitated? left him? Huh? Did I miss that? Well, yeah, the family, Stacy Carter left him because she didn't want him around their son selling drugs, even though that's the only opportunity he had. He's now a felon. He can't do anything. So this guy was the first one that was found in Pazuzu's backyard. So basically at some point... In 2009, he was over at Pazuzu's house. He would go over there. They would, He would grill. Is he now on drugs as well? 
Ooh, was he guy? selling yeah. for Pazuzu? This guy is dead. Was he selling for Pazuzu, no, but then didn't answer? Oh well? yeah, yeah. Was was he on drugs at Pazuzu's was he, house? Yes. Was he on drugs? Most in likely. To selling yeah. them? I mean, if you're gonna be in Pazuzu's house, you're probably on drugs. I mean, he was at the bottom of the barrel. But not necessarily all drug dealers do drugs. They might just sell them. I was just curious if that's how part, no, partly how he, he ended up in his. His life is a despair. Like he was a. He had everything going and then bottom of the barrel to end up at Bazooza's house. That yeah. sucks. So, yeah, drugs, probably pooping, poopy in the corner, you know, a little maybe up in the corner. Now, we're reading from the search warrant here right now. This is from the search warrant, everything we're talking about. But keep in mind, the murder happened in 2009. Correct. The cops arrived for the search at 9.32 a.m. on October 15th, 2014. Okay, the house is 2749. 2749 Knob Hill Drive, Clemens, North Carolina, 27012. And if you, yeah, go ahead. What made the police start looking at this house five years later? Um, I'm going to get to that in a second. It's oh, okay. a really good question. And it, to answer your question really shortly, one of his friends, which was an, ar- an army veteran, goes in there after knowing all these bodies are buried back there because the police weren't doing jack shit. And he said, listen, if y'all don't go and search this guy's home and find these bodies, I'm going to go kill him myself. The next day, they're oh, at wow. his house. Yeah, I wasn't basically. sure if they busted him for something else, and then they found these bodies. No, they the police did a really shitty job. I don't want to go down that road, you know, because I don't have time. But everyone knows they did a horrible job. This is from the search warrant. Miss Tarina Billings told Lieutenant Foster that her father— Now, we're talking about one of the friends here. Miss Tarina Billings told Lieutenant Foster, the detective— that her father, Mr. Allen Billings, was at the location on July 19th. The father got home and told his daughter that he had, quote, observed a dead body in the basement at 2749 Knob Hill Drive. That body was covered in in a plastic tarp and had cat litter and chlorine spread all about. Was it a blue tarp or a green tarp? <laughs> Why do y'all keep making that joke every fucking episode? <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm it's sincerely... Every episode. I am sincerely... Curious. Drunk. <laughs> yep. Pazuzu told Mr. Allen Billings that he shot the victim nine times. That's excessive. Because, quote, he was a snitch. Pazuzu. This guy's such a tool. Reminds me of Zazu from tool tool. Yes. This Pazuzu. December- be mighty king. The king was before. Pazuzu dismembered the body. Allen Billings helped bury the body parts throughout the backyard. Billings is now dead, by the way. But that why, guy, so he why did he choice. kill him? That's a really hard question to answer. The mother was living at the house, and I'm going to get all the, into that. The mother? Because she actually saw the murder what take mother? place. What mother? Pazuzu's mother was living at the house. Oh. Yeah. In that room that was <laughs> yeah. the bed was covered. And yeah. Why the fuck would she live in that house? Because she's a fucking crack job just like the rest of them. Anyway, Jeez. here's basically how it went. Somehow... Joshua Wetzler meets up with Pazuzu and he fits right in. Somehow he ends up in the basement. They actually lock him in the basement and they starve him for several days. Mm. Pazuzu goes down there and finishes him off. Now, he gets his, what he calls his fiancés. Remember, this is a fake Charlie Manson type of shit. He's a wannabe Charlie Manson. So you know how Charlie Manson has all these girls and We haven't done that yet, so no, I don't know. Oh, Yes, he had a family. Yeah, family, exactly. Well, Pazuzu has fiancés, so is all these girls that have orgies with them and stuff. Anyway, they help bury the bodies and stuff, which you'll see in a minute. Miss Billings told the detective 
she could still smell that distinct odor of death when the father came home that night. Mr. Billings told Lieutenant Foster that, quote, Pazuzu told him on, now this is very important. Mr. Billings told Lieutenant Foster that, quote, Pazuzu told him on July 19th, 2009. Pazuzu said. 2009 that he had shot and killed, quote, a fat motherfucker approximately three days ago with an assault rifle. And so no one did anything about that? No one did shit. Because I didn't believe him. You remember Stacy Carter? Yeah. Her ex-husband, ex-fiance, doesn't go anywhere and spend days without calling his son. She has been at the police station trying to figure out and trying to get them to actually get off their asses and do something, okay? After this all blows over, the police come out and say, oh, yeah, we actually found his car with the keys in the ignition in some shitty apartment 10 months ago, and we we didn't tell you. I mean, they didn't say we didn't tell you, but they didn't tell her. You know what I'm saying? So you can judge the police response how you want to. Do you think it's because they weren't married? Because, like, it wasn't any legal... There's two reasons that I believe that the police did a shitty job. Number one, they just didn't care about meth heads and Satanists. You know, these kids are up to Mm -hmm. no good, whatever. Let them kill themselves. Number two, you're smack dab in God's country, the Bible Belt. They sure as shit don't want some Satanist drinking cat's blood and doing cannibal corpses or whatever... To the whole neighborhood. They, they don't want that to get out. You know what I'm saying? So they just kind of push it under the rug. But then it gets out of control. And now it is all everywhere. But yeah, like, wouldn't you want to control that, though, if you yeah, are? Yeah, but if they country? did, then it's going to be all of the media. Because you sell the guy. I mean, as soon as they go arrest him, that's going to be right there in God's country. So maybe they were hoping he'd leave or something. But, like, wouldn't you rather be seen at, like, just this, just hear me out for this perspective. Like, if you're in God's country, as they call it, like, wouldn't you much rather be seen as a hero for getting this Satanist off of the streets and saying, hey, like, this guy was out here, but don't worry, we took care of it instead of letting it go on for... That's the that's the side where they hit it. I'm not saying they actually hit it. They may have just been really incompetent. If, But I'm saying if they would have hit it, like, for instance, they had the search warrant sealed. And you look at the search warrant, it shows there. I mean, I'm about to go over. You're going to be like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. I mean, the reason for them hiding it, there's got to be a reason why would they hide it, in, in my mind at least, because there's a Satan worshiper living in the community. So I didn't think they wanted that in the papers. And in fact, it, this story is really hard to find. For a guy that looks like that, there's not a lot of news about this. It's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So they did something right. I don't know. Anyway, that's a great question, though. Nicole, read these. These are from the search warrants. On August 4th, 2009, Lieutenant Foster responded to the address 2749 Knob Hill Drive in hopes of establishing contact with a resident, more specifically Pazuzu Algorad. Upon Lieutenant Foster's arrival, he did make contact with Pazuzu and informed him that he had received information from several individuals that he had shot and killed someone in his basement and buried the body in his backyard. Pazuzu denied any and all allegations to Lieutenant Foster. Lieutenant Foster observed an in-ground swimming pool as well as a cat at the residence. So it is possible that the chlorine and cat litter are stored at the residence. <laughs> also a cat. Oh, my God. Wait, I just want to make— Why no- is that last sentence relevant? 
<laughs> so basically, this guy goes, he hears all this stuff, all these bodies buried. He goes to the house, knock, knock, knock. Pazuzu answers, yo, what up, dog? And instantly, the smell of death, piss, oh. poopies in corners, cats, dogs, people getting booty hole screwed. All that stuff is coming right in his nose. Does that have a smell? And basically, from what the search warrant is saying, which is why they kept it sealed, because they don't want people to know this. He's like, no, I didn't kill anybody. And the detective's like, all right, that's good enough for me. Peace. Because he didn't want to go in the house. Yeah, but still, that's his fucking job. Basically. Yeah, I know. He's probably like, oh, I don't want to deal with Did you kill this person? No, not me. Okay, bye. (laughs) So Bye, I was, thanks. I appreciate it. I was I was thinking in my mind, it's like the detective shows up. He's with his, like, you know, another detective, and they knock on the door. You know, did you kill anyone? And he's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, that's good enough for me. And then he looks at the detective, and he's like, yo, we should try that new Chinese joint down the, down the block. <laughs> I heard they have unlimited servings on the buffet. Oh, you know what would be so great Dan, right we now? We have got to get on with this, man. Chinese. You're going to be so pissed if we have to stay here till midnight, dude. Nah, I'll sleep. All right, drunk Jen, can you read this? <clears throat> Lieutenant Foster, wait a minute, is there anything about dildos in <laughs> <No>. there? <laughs> no. Lieutenant Foster said that on September 24, 2009, the Winston-Salem Police Department received an anonymous Crime Stoppers tip, caller number 29940, that contained information about a subject by the name of Tazuzu. Tazuzu. Who's, who resides on Knob Hill Road in Clemens. The Crime Stoppers report stated that Tazuzu, (laughs) and yes, I am reading that correctly. It says Tazuzu has shot a subject and buried them in his backyard. The Crime Stoppers report further indicates that the victim in question has been missing for about a month and that he was described as a big or tall guy. So now these detectives, you know, they're sitting in the office and the Crime Stoppers reports come in. Oh, no. And it's for a guy named Tazuzu. And I'm thinking of the same detectives. You know, they were just like, oh, let's go try that Chinese joint. Now they're sitting at the desk. The Crime Stopper report comes in and it says, oh, no, this says Tazuzu. Can't it's be a the different same guy. guy. Can't it's, be the same it's guy. It's a totally different guy. Hey, you want to go try that new sushi joint down the street? <laughs> yeah, the Chinese food gave me indigestion, so let's go try the Japanese place. It's like they didn't do anything about it. It's fucking hilarious, actually. You know, it's fucking crazy, man. On February 9th, 2010, this is also from the search warrant. They got two anonymous emails concerning Pazuzu. Two different emails from two different people. Pazuzu and his girlfriend, Amber Birch, which I'm going to show you. That's one of his fiancés, mm. a.k.a. Bubbles. <laughs> that's what her, her name, name was is. Bubbles? I know, right? Like the Powerpuff Girl? Yeah. It's taken Bubbles two hours to customize her character. But it was tough to find an outfit to go with the bunny hat. That was my favorite Powerpuff, by the way. Bubbles? Bubbles yeah. Yeah, me too. I liked her. But also Buttercup was sassy. Buttercup. I hate that girl. Buttercup? Yeah, she's like better than everyone. Bubbles is just like so happy. Yeah, but I mean, Blossom was clearly the best one. Yeah, uh, she was was the smartest one. Yeah, she was the smartest one. Buttercup was a badass, and Bubbles was just like there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Bubbles. Bubbles is my favorite. I kind of like Buttercup too. I mean, if I was more as. Can we move on from this? (laughs) No. I am literally <laughs> so happy we're having this conversation yeah. right now. So what do you think about Sailor Moon? She is the one named Sailor Moon. 
Not a fan. Okay, I loved Sailor Moon. My <laughs> sister loved Sailor Moon. <laughs> I wasn't a I Sailor love. Moon fan. Was not. Uh, all right. I was more of a Powerpuff Girls. Mojo Jojo. And remember her? Oh. He was like Jen. a transgender Jen. villain. Jen, okay. please stop. AKA Bubbles, quote, picked up a homeless person from a gas station and shot him in the head. Oh. The body is buried in the backyard under a tarp. Quote, Pazuzu is a religious extremist with mental disorders such as schizophrenia and ag- agoraphobia. Was he diagnosed with schizophrenia? He actually ended up in a mental hospital at an early age. I'm kind of getting to his family. We don't really know much about his family, but his mom was living at the same place. The mom has never been prosecuted. And if you watch the Vice documentary at the very last episode, she goes through the whole scene of, oh, she's in the bathroom. She's getting ready to go to work. She's brushing her teeth. Maybe, you know, she's putting in a tampoon or whatever. And she hears a gunshot go off. Okay. And she thinks it's firecrackers. Yeah. Okay. Fucking really? Firecrackers? Anyway, she goes outside and... Amber Birch is holding up the rifle. She just killed the other victim, and he is dead on the couch. Okay. Well, of course she wouldn't implicate her own son. So what What does she do? Now, this is in 2009. She just goes to work <laughs> like nothing happened. Oh, shit. That's not good. Bye. <laughs> exactly. But she's on the Vice documentary. She says that. And I'm like, okay, I understand the police force. Y'all don't want to look incompetent. But why the fuck haven't you put her in prison? Are you shitting me? Is she not an accessory to the murder? I don't understand. Hmm. We're still talking about Josh Wetzler here. Lieutenant Foster spoke to his fiancée, Stacy Carter, whose friend, Miss Allison Stitzer, which was a friend of Pazuzu, which was the fiancé, one of the fiancés, asked Pazuzu about Josh. They were at a concert. Pazuzu replied, quote, not to worry about fat Josh anymore. Okay, read this, Nicole. This is from, this is from the mother right here. On November 8th, 2011, Cynthia James, Pazuzu, Cynthia James, Pazuzu's mother, came to the sheriff's office and requested to speak with a detective about the murder that occurred at 2749 Knob Hill Drive in Clemens, North Carolina. Cynthia spoke with Detective Ammons and disclosed that sometime in the latter months of 2009 that Pazuzu, Amber, and a stocky white male, approximately being between the ages of 20 and 30 years of age, that was identified to her as Tommy, were partying at the house 2749 Knob Hill Drive. Cynthia told Detective Ammons that she had heard a gunshot and went to the area where she heard the gunshot and observed Amber holding a rifle and the Tommy suspect subject slumped over on the couch. Cynthia told Detective Ammons that Pazuzu told her to leave the area, so she complied with his request. Cynthia further stated to Detective Ammons that a short time later, that night, another white female, identified to her as Dixie, arrived and was helping Amber bury the body in the backyard. Cynthia told Detective Ammons that she looked out her bedroom bathroom window and observed Dixie and Amber digging a hole in the backyard. Dixie, these are the fiancés, the the family, if you will, like Manson. They were tasked to dig this hole in the backyard. Matthew told the applicant that Dixie told him that Pazuzu could not help burying the body because he was jumping on the body, screaming, you fucked up, motherfucker. Eh, eh, jumping all in the body. I'm jumping on this body. Oh my body. gosh, on the dead on body? body? Jumping on the body, jump, jumping on the body. He said, you fucked up. Oh my up, gosh, a body is not a trampoline. <laughs> he was treating it like it's trampoline, and he rolled his ankle. Oh shit, I rolled my ankle. I can't help bury anyone now. You guys got to do it. That's terrible. He says he rolled his ankle, so he made these two girls That's bury the up. body. Ugh, gross. Now they were in the backyard. That's awful. Yeah. No. 
Oh, no. That's bad. The two girls, Dixie and Amber, his girlfriends, got into the backyard and started digging it, and they were having trouble digging it, and the, the hole was not big enough. It was too shallow. They tried to cover him up once, but his arm was, like, sticking out kind of thing. So what they realized is they had to try to force him into this smaller hole. And this is from what the search warrant says. Matthew told the detective that Dixie told him that they didn't dig the hole deep enough, so the body was protruding from the ground. Pazuzu and Amber decided to attempt to break the victim's legs by swinging the shovel and striking his legs and arms so that the body would fit in the hole. So at this oh point, they're gosh. taking a shovel, trying wow. to break his arms. Now, this is at night. There's neighbors. And like one of the questions is, why didn't the neighbors hear and see he's burying these bodies? They, were, they had the shovel, and he's like hitting his arm, trying to hit his sockets, trying to break them so they'd like twist back, so oh they could God, twist them terrible. up. When they pulled him out, I mean, he was skeletal, but he was all like twisted up, kind of like, Contortion. Ew. That's sad. No one deserves that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Tommy Welch right quick. I'll run down this. He went missing October 4th, 2009. Now, remember, this whole case didn't break until 2014. So this is about five years later. Now, this is crazy. That missing person case was assigned because he went missing October 4th, 2009. Uh That missing person case was assigned on August 5th, 2013. What? (laughs) Yeah. So it took them over a year to four years. It took them four years. He Wait, was last, 2013. Yeah, he from, was from 2009. He went missing. Oh right, I'm sorry. Math. Yeah, so they all went missing around the same time. The mother says that his son was not himself when he did that. He was someone else. Oh okay, yeah. right. I'll run down the timeline real quick. 2002, he changes his name from John Lawson to Bazuzu Ila Algarad. He claimed on the. Uh, on the documents he filled out, it was for religious reasons. May 28, 2010, he choked his mother, Cynthia, and he actually got arrested for that. Oh, wow. dear, but that's after those guys went missing. October 10th, Pazuzu was charged with involuntary manslaughter for shooting Joseph Chandler, the body that was found what on year? the mm-hmm. boat ramp. 2010. Okay. So he had killed all so these people. Okay. And he only got... Short time frame. He killed three people and he got probation. So think about the God complex he already has. He's gotten away with murder. He's literally an urban legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like above the law. The cops ain't doing nothing. He's doing whatever he wants. He's In doing animal sacrifices. In circle... Who cares about Pazuzu? No one knows that guy's name. Like, I, this is the first time I've ever heard of him. On August 23rd, 2011, he actually pled guilty to that and was placed on a 12-month probation. Now, remember, he already killed these other two guys. They right. don't know about it. September 22nd, 2011, his girlfriend, Amber Birch, assaulted his mother as well, and she received 12 months probation. October 5th, 2014 is when they found the two skeletons buried in the shallow grave that were buried there in 2009. And October 7th is when the video tour I showed you. Once he was arrested, the neighbors obviously were ecstatic. And here's one of the interviews with one of the neighbors. What does this day mean to the neighborhood? Woohoo! We're celebrating. This is a party. We are very excited. We're ha- we got the picnic spread already ready. We're going to have a picnic today at lunch. Tell me a little bit about that previous experience. What was it like living across the street before any of this got started? Uh, hypervigilance, very hypervigilant. I had, you know, I raised teenage boys here, so um, and all their friends. 
So I was just very hypervigilant. I always had to know where they were, what they were doing, and they got the huge lecture that they were never to get within any distance of the house whatsoever. And, um, and my nephew even sent me a message the day after it happened and said, you told us when we were little to never get close, and I sure am glad we listened. I said, yes, yeah, sometimes Mama knows best. So um, I knew evil stuff and bad stuff was going on. There was a lot of fighting, a lot of parties, and I worked a lot of late shifts, so there were nights I'd be coming home, and there'd be full-blown fights out in the front yard, and I would just hide out in my car until I felt like it was safe to get in. And So, um, you know, I knew this was coming. I didn't know when it was coming, but I knew it. I knew at some point I always said one day the house would be wrapped in yellow tape. May 13, 2015, Pazuzu, he was transferred from the Forsyth County Jail to the Central Prison in Raleigh for safekeeping. Now, he was arrested for murder for these two. They found the two bodies. They arrested him. Good. Maximum security prison. I mean, he was going to get life or whatever. They haven't even sentenced him yet. Mm -hmm. October 28, 2015. At 4.20 a.m., he's found dead in his cell. Okay, he didn't what? even go to trial. What? The autopsy said he died from, quote, severe blood loss caused by a deep wound to a major blood vessel in his left arm. The autopsy he report— He stabbed himself in his arm? Well, kind of. But so the autopsy report, which I'm putting on talkmore.com, says he stabbed himself with something. But there was no knives. There was no shanks. There was nothing found. You know what he did? Remember how I told you he carved his teeth down to uh -huh. points like a vampire? Oh. He bit right into his arm, into his artery. Oh, my gosh. Out. They found him at 4.20 a.m. He bit right Ew. into his artery. Oh, my God. Just like this, Jen. <sighs> like a vampire, right into his arm. Bled out all over the place. Wow. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You know what that reminds me of? How they tell you that your fingers are the same consistency as carrots, and that always freaks me out. Oh, don't say that. What do you guys think? Any questions? Well, I think my only, it's not really a question, but more of a statement. So, state, so he was a practicing Satanist, right? Like, he's, like, worshiping the devil. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the Satanism. Let me break down Pazuzu for you. Because as a child, he didn't look anything like that. Let me show you. This is a Pazuzu as a kid. Wow. You see? This is him as a kid. Emo. Okay. So, during his life, he never fit in from what I've been seeing. He actually failed out of school, and when he came back to school, he tried to change his persona. All right, now, and he was telling people he was a male witch, which I talked to Grace, and she said it was a warlock, yeah. But the thing about Pazuzu is he did everything to be different from society. When 9-11 happened, he, he wore um, the Arab garb, you know, not different, but he, he tried to, be to piss off Yeah, I was going to say, that That doesn't mean you're being different. It means that you're trying to piss off yeah. an entire nation who's who a bunch of people were killed in an act of terrorism. That's, that's well, just... Here's the breakdown, Pazuzu, in the best way I can. He, he wants to be different, you know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't want to fit into society, but... He's against he's, the status quo. He's trying to be against it, right? I mean, he's a, he's a tool bag. He's obviously a shitbag. So people he's that trying to piss bag. people off. But what I'm saying is how do you be, how do you piss people off, Jen, in God's country? What do you do? You believe in everything they don't believe What's in. What's the one thing that you can do? Devil worship. There you go. That is why he went down that route because everyone else is going to church. All these other girls that was his girlfriends, Amber Birch, Dixie. So all these people grew up in the church. So 
He went to school. He failed out. He tried to come back as a new persona. That didn't work. So he locked himself in his home and he did the one thing that he could think of to piss off God's country. He pretended he was a Satanist. Pretended or do you think he actually was? No. I mean, yeah, he may have been. I mean, what what makes you a Satanist? If I say I'm a Satanist, am I a Satanist? He also killed people. I don't know. I mean, mean, yeah, that's true. He He did tell a psychiatrist that he has to practice a Sumerian religion that involved a monthly sacrifice of a small animal. It's always the fucking rabbits. And would perform the ritual during the black moon. So I think he read up on the internet all these stuff, you know, about these demons and stuff. But, but I mean, he still, t- like, I mean, does he just say that during his psychiatry sessions just to get a rise out of people? Or was he, like, actually doing Okay, it, you know? all right. I knew you wanted to go down the mental illness. We'll go down it real quick. I got an article right here from journalnow.com. Algorod has a history of mental illness. Doctors in 2010 noted poor hygiene and schizophrenia. During the interview with the psychiatrist, Algorod shook uncontrollably and admitted to drinking up to 18 beers a day. The psychiatrist determined that Algorad suffered from schizophrenia, agoraphobia, and alcoholism, but found him mentally competent to stand trial. Quote, whenever he is outside his house, he feels markedly increased anxiety, leading at times to actual episodes of panic. Dr. Charles Vance, a forensic psychiatrist at the former Dorothy Dix Hospital in Raleigh wrote in the doctor's evaluation of Oligard. As a result of this anxiety, he has tremendously limited his activities. That's what agoraphobia is, essentially making himself a prisoner in his own home. So he actually, you know, uh, he was agoraphobic. Hmm. Which explains maybe why his victims were killed at his residence and buried in his backyard. Yeah, why he didn't bury him anywhere else. Yeah. All the research I did. Basically, you got this guy. His power is derived from the economic shit of Winston-Salem. The people that ain't have jobs, they can't get jobs because no one can get a job. The people that don't have money to eat, they don't want to fit in with the whole church thing. Mm. Like, churches everywhere. Those on the fringes of society. Exactly. They, they want to be different, but they don't have money to be different. So mm-hmm. they gravitate towards this shithole you know, on Knob Hill Street. You know, they gravitate towards this fucking filth. And that appealed to them, you know? And it makes sense because if you don't even have money to eat or anything else, but you can go to this guy's house and you can do whatever you want. I mean, people were fighting. You know, they were throwing knives into the wall. They were pissing everywhere. They were having sex all over the place with anyone, having orgies everywhere. People slept where they want. They poopied in the corner if they wanted. It was literally no rules. Like, if I say there's no rules here, but then you go and draw an anarchy sign on my wall, I'm going to kick you in the gonads. You go over to old, you know, Pazuzu's, Padudu's, and you doo-doo in his corner, he ain't going to care. He probably going to high-five you, you know? There's, like, no rules. So I can see the appeal, but at the same time, he, he, all these people that gravitated to him got caught up in this crime life. Because, you know, he wanted to be a Satanist. He had to sacrifice people and drink their blood and all kinds of shit. And uh, Joshua Wetzler, which we didn't really talk about how they buried him, he actually dismembered all of his body, including his penis. Oh. And that's not even for burial reasons. And that's not necessary. Yeah, you don't cut off a man's penis. It's not as if you had to shove him into a small hole, you had to cut his penis off. He just did that because he wants to be a Satanist. 
and he wants people to think he's cool. That's this guy. That's all this guy is. If you look past the fucking face, the tattoos, all that shit, he's just a fucking nobody. He's just a douchebag. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And it is sad. The police, everyone thinks they're incompetent for this. But at the same time, I mean, they, they were a bunch of meth heads and everything, you know? The police? No. no. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> not. I was going to say, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, shit. Anyway. Good night, everybody. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you like this story, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our Pazuzu, go to talkmer.com slash join, become a Taco Supremo, get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love, shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I'll research it, dedicate it to you on the Talk Murder Me podcast. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. Until next time, good night, everybody. I just, <laughs> I just want to co- I just want to make a comment. Oh, look at those zebras! We have to watch the Serengeti. You guys will like that. Anyway, I just want to make a comment that I literally laughed so hard in my head. I maybe out loud. I don't remember, but I went into the kitchen and I literally said, "Hi, John," and he goes, "Nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes. What were you doing, John? Huh. <laughs> Eating the cake. I said, oh, okay. He goes, I'm I'm eating some grapes. I said, oh, you're eating cake? And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, uh, though. Hi, John. Nothing. <laughs> of, what, eating know. booty? Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. That's gross. I know. It, I mean... It's the same thing for... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Whose booty are you eating? <laughs> Hubs. Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Like, uh, even, like... Come here, Stella. Even, you uh, know, like... The other thing? Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, well, they don't take a poopy and then you eat it. They wipe their boot hole and then they, you eat it. No, that's gross. But you're not, like, eating the... You don't actually eat Babe, what comes stop. out Babe, can you stop? Yeah. Didn't you count them? And you no. said You said they were 35. No, I didn't say they yes, were 35. Yes, you did. That's a lie, because no. I was just estimating. And there are only 20 of them. I'll bet you right now. All right, we can do an over or under. We'll we'll have to count them later. We can do a Dutch rudder. Maybe a double Dutch rudder. Baby, I'm so mad at you for <laughs> telling me that when I was at work. I told her and to I type literally, in Dutch rudder. I was like, oh, this sounds like a good like, restaurant. Let's eat, at the, let's eat at the Dutch rudder tonight. I heard that. I saw that, and I was like, wait a minute. And this she Googled it on her right. work computer. Anyway, I'm still employed. Uh, so. Also, you weren't outwardly mean to me. You would just look in the room every, like, five minutes and give me like a really bad look of disapproval and I knew you were okay. judging me and I know I and did then that. you said you weren't but I knew you really were now serving B24 at DMV window number seven okay Jim we're next in line perfect Jim things are going very smoothly you remember the cell phone bill yes and the birth certificate nice we'll have a real ID in no time that's right ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game real great work Jim you too Jim excuse me are you talking to yourself now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. 
Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns, any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.